Welcome to the See You Next Summer podcast. I'm your host, Billy Palhan, and with me today is the, uh, hmm, how do I, how do I put this? I guess the Brendan Fraser to my Polly Shore, even though we are not covering Encino Man, but we are covering a Polly Shore movie. God help Jesus. us. Anyway, what's up, Raul? How, how are you doing, buddy? Hello! I'm trying to do a hippie, kind of like awkward comedy style. I cannot do it. Oh, what's up, guys? This is Raul. Um, this is Billy's choice. And uh, the one on the first time, I was like, what the fuck did I just saw? <laughs> uh, this movie um, is a Thanksgiving movie, I think. Even though, well, yeah, I it, mean, it takes place during Thanksgiving weekend, so well, it does, it does have, count. It does it, have the killing of a turkey. <laughs> okay, that I actually thought was very funny. It's a good scene, though. Yeah, that that's actually a, a really funny scene. <laughs> So, uh, there's not there's not too many of them, unfortunately. Well, you never saw that movie. Um, it's an animated movie from like four years ago about turkeys rebelling through society. Oh yeah, that's right. I saw that one in theaters. Yeah, that 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 looked bad. Hey, well, that's a bad movie though. And I will never forget my sister. We got out from the theater. It was about turkeys. They want to abstain themselves. They want to be the smarter race and kind of like the thing that happened in Rick and Morty. But way worse, and like in that episode. But then at the end, the turkeys won, and they got pardoned by the president, and then they were not eat turkeys anymore. And at the end of the movie, my sister was like, "They we saw a fair." She's like, "I want a turkey leg." And I was like, "You did you not learn anything from the movie?" <laughs> I made that joke. I was like, "Did you not learn? You you want a turkey leg?" But yeah, um, this movie we're gonna do son-in-law. With unfortunately not Brendan Fraser, with Polly Shore, are really damn hot, and she still is hot. Carla Giugino. And oh I, boy! <laughs> I did not believe. I cannot believe that Carla Giugino. I did not knew that she acted in the nineties. I thought she was in the two thousands. I and always, knew, I always thought Spy Kids was her first movie. I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. Mm-hmm. And so this movie, Son in Law. I call. I told Billy this is the the movie that conservatives and Trump supporters will show them to their children, because it's about their fear of conservatives to t- take their children to California, because it will change them into hippies, dressing up the uh, slutty ways, like the way that they see them, they see liberals. And doing weed. Oh man, do they have a very interesting portrayal of liberal California liberals Uh in the nineties? In the nineties. Also, I don't know if any of that is true. I believe I would believe it if any of that was true. But Mm -hmm. oh my god, am I glad I was not old enough to remember that? So that's the way that I can encapsulate this movie. And Bob, you want to start? Like, a, how are we going to do this? Just talk about it randomly because... It's not a long movie either, thankfully. There's not a lot of story either. There's not a ton of story. But, I mean, it starts at a graduation and mm-hmm. we meet Rebecca or Becca Warner. Uh-huh. A Becca going to college. I wonder where that sounds familiar. <laughs> I, I see you, Pitch Perfect. Which is actually a Pitch Perfect movie. 
I will, mm-hmm. I will die on that hill. That Pitch Perfect is actually a f- fucking amazing movie. Ah, and um, nice. Yeah, and um, she's played by Carla Gugino, very young, and mm-hmm. uh, it's this small town in South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Which is, if you know anything about the Dakotas, they are very, very conservative. And mm-hmm. it's a small farming town. The high school is barely even like 100 people. Mm-hmm. And this is a Disney movie. It's a Buena okay. Vista production. It's Hollywood Pictures. Is this technically our first Disney movie? No, we did one a few a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. We did, uh, we did the Pixar movies as well. Mm-hmm. Including we our... Word. And we have done, but also like kind of our, like, our most listened to episode inside out mm-hmm. as well. So thank you for all those that tuned in, but, uh, um, yeah, you get the typical, you will, um, be like a butterfly and sprout from your cocoons or, you, or you are caterpillars and now you're cocooning and now you're ready to face the world as butterflies. And I'm just like, Oh my God. We've heard this analogy. It's a symbolism because remember that she gets a tattoo later of a butterfly? That's actually a good, good catch. And also it says, change, are we ready for it? Are we ready for the challenge of life? And I'm like, in my head, I was like, because I'm like, what is this movie going? I was like, I can take a promise. I can take a plan. And like that, that song changed for Steven Universe. <laughs> it was like a, and, I'm like, and she says, we are the Lincoln Tigers. And I'm like, is this part of the 13 Reasons Why universe? Go Tigers! <laughs> That's a pretty much it reference. Oh my gosh. <laughs> those, for those of you that don't know, pretty much it is this YouTube channel where they just do like movie and TV commentaries. And it's <laughs> so funny. The 13 Reasons Why episodes are probably their most famous. <laughs> and it's just the best. Oh my yeah. gosh. If we could somehow get to interview uh, Eric, then oh that would be so good. Because he's the guy that actually said that. Like, mm-hmm. you would know his voice. Yeah, but then also her father was like, are you sure you will not go all the way to California? Like, you can still stay here at the state school. And I'm like, no, father, I'm going to be okay. I was like, it's because I'm, a, I'm afraid that you could be changing. And also, you know, you know about, you know, the other thing. And I'm like, the father's telling her not to be sexually active. In oh, this yeah. Point. The father, by the way, played by Perry White from Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman. That's like he looked familiar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And did you know who the little brother was? I knew immediately who it who was. Who is he? Have you ever seen The Sandlot? Oh, is that kid? Yeah, it's, it's, you're killing me, Smalls. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's ham. Wow. You, nice. you never noticed that? I saw the sunlight once when I was eight. I barely remember it. Uh. And so, then of course... <laughs> not, nice. I'm keeping that in there, by the way. Yeah, keep it. And they go piece, to you LA. Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> they go to LA. They experience the traffic. And I don't know if it's like Cal State when she's going or UCLA. I pretty sure it was UCLA. Oh. No, it's um the fictional University of Los Angeles or ULD. I no, guess. but but because of the building, it looks like UCLA. Because I have me as an I was an Uber driver before, 
and I get to drop a lot of fucking kids in different universities. It looked hmm. like UCLA, hmm. where they shot it. Or it does not it... say where. The production is literally a sentence that says, after Encino Man, which is actually Pauly Shore's best movie, and it's hmm. fantastic. Shore was considered considering a project with New Line Cinema, but was persuaded by the Disney chairman at the time, Jeffrey Katzenberg, to stay with Disney and make Son-in-Law. Oh, wow. So this is Kassenberg's fault. Yeah, well, he also <laughs> made uh, Quibi, so... Oh, oh, Quibi. <laughs> oh, Quibi. But then, of course, we get them to see when they go to the school, carrying all of their stuff. She's getting a, she's getting a shame of their parents. This The fat kid, um, his younger brother, I appreciate that kid is super horny because I said the shirt says, seduce me, please. <laughs> Oh, man. And I'm like, in my head, Michael Bay in the 90s was watching this. I was like, I have an idea for the Transformers parents. <laughs> because it's like Transformers 2 when they go to, to take child above to the school and they do pot and a lot of stuff. <laughs> but yeah, and then they go to the to the room and they forgot the key of one of the trunks for, for Carla Giugino. And then the father meets... The very, very hippie, Polly Shore, hanging upside down like a monkey. Oh, uh, I also forgot how crowded everything was. And I was I'll just see. like, yes, I was like, you remember what it was before COVID? Mm-hmm. Remember when you could go and crowd? I mean, granted, they could still probably get sick with all those hormones and <laughs> probably like STDs or something. Mm-hmm. But um, I was just like, there's no way that could have been made with COVID now. No. Nope. Yeah, it makes me sad. And so the dad goes ask for a screwdriver, and Polly showed one of his first was like, "Ah, I don't have any vodka." And I'm like, eh, "That's a good line." I was like, "That's a good line." And so they he cannot get the screwdriver to open the trunk, and he's so worried. I was like, "I don't not gonna let my daughter to live in front of that thing," and because in Polly Shore, he's the advisor to all of the residents. For yeah, the, his name is Crawl, by the way. Not the movie Crawl. Good movie though, from, <laughs> uh, from Alexander Aja from like it's two not, years ago. It's not his real name, but mm-hmm. that's all you're gonna know him as is just Crawl. Mm-hmm. Which that makes total sense. And my God, can we just talk about Polly Shore's fashion? What the hell was that? <laughs> I have some questions about it too because I'm like, is Polly Shore's character bisexual? Is he gay? Is he just being an asshole dressing up that way, especially in the Halloween scene? <laughs> I what don't the hell know. is going on? I don't know. Oh, great Halloween costume, by uh-huh. the way. <laughs> Phenomenal. He's the, uh, I guess he's the Chiquita Banana Lady. <laughs> yeah. That's what I. That's what I got out of it. Mm-hmm. he's got like like the fake boobs and like the fruit head oh yes and by the way that halloween uh party did you notice the cameo oh uh, yeah by brendan fraser brendan fraser i'm pretty sure that's the same character he played in encino man mm-hmm. and I'm pretty also, sure this is a disney movie that has a lesbian kiss the first disney movie not you rise of skywalker <laughs> the or beauty, and the, oh, oh. beauty <laughs> and the beast beauty and the beast or Jungle Cruise, yeah. or you know the various uh, 
quote unquote firsts of yeah, Disney. Yeah, first. Son yeah. in law made it first. Yeah, but the roommate of Carla Gugino, she has a girlfriend and they kiss in front of the family to show the conservatives the fear of California. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, yeah, my family would do this. I'm pretty sure they would still do that. But um, then you get like a montage of Carla Gugino. She's dressed very plain, by the way, mm -hmm. appropriately conservative. Pretty Sandy. I like got Sandy from Grease vibes. Yeah. Definitely. Especially what happens later. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is fucking Grease. <laughs> Although, <laughs> Polly Shore is no Danny Zuko. Let oh, me tell no. you that. <laughs> no, he is. He is a product of the night. He is the 90s incarnate. Yeah. But after, but uh, like, she's trying to go to her room and everything. And they established really quick that she had this little horse that uh, would remind her. Made, I think. Yeah, yeah, because he was uh, he was whittling wood. Mm -hmm. We see that later in the movie, and uh, it was something her grandpa made, and it would help her remind her of home, being so far away, mm -hmm. feeling homesick. That's typical college stuff. But everyone's just having a party in their dorm, and some dude just sits on the fucking uh, horse, horse and breaks it, and she's just like, "All right, I'm I'm ha I'm out," mm -hmm. and uh, crawl notices her, and then. Uh, very sketchily is just like, uh, hey guys, everybody out of my room. Party's mm -hmm. over. <laughs> and then he actually talks to her and he's like, okay, what's up? Mm -hmm. And actually gives a meaningful talk. A really good reason because like you cannot decide to leave the college experience you haven't even even got out from the university like area. Because they're putting out that she has never explored LA. So Polly Shore takes her to Merrill's, the Merrill's area. So I'm pretty sure maybe that school is close to the Fairfax High School between Merrill's and Fairfax. And so, and of course, it's a pretty woman thing of changing this woman's whole look. She gets Big a mistake. Haircut. Huge. Yeah. She gets a haircut. Better makeup, better. You know what? She gets the pretty woman slash um married with children slash sandy grease hair yeah, like hair. The, the, the short blonde. No, the married with children thing is when she comes back to home and she has that like leper kind of like jacket, like black jacket with leper. Oh yeah, and the mesh. Peggy Bundy used that one, and also the nanny friend dresser used that in the nanny too. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. The moms did. She did dress like a 90s mom. <laughs> I was thinking at first Christina Applegate, but then I was like, Christina wait, Applegate, no. you said you, you said two. Peggy and Christina Applegate, they both used yeah. it on the show. I always forget the daughter's name. I know all I remember uh, is uh, Kelly. Alan. Kelly. Kelly Bundy, man. Woo. But uh, <laughs> I always remembered uh, Al and, uh, and Bud. Peggy. Oh, and Bud. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Bud was awesome. And Marcy Darcy. When you call me a ticket. <laughs> Married with Children was just a great show. Just mm -hmm. Al Bundy is such a mood. Don't think of the problematic shit. Yeah, and also, <laughs> um, I I got confused for a while because I thought it was Ted Bundy, and I was like, wait, what? The Married with Children guy? And I was like, no, wait. <laughs> no, Ted Bundy, Psycho Dad in their universe. Oh God, that makes me sad. Psycho Dad. But yeah, they have Psycho a whole. Dad. What else? A montage, and they're mm -hmm. becoming friends. They're mm -hmm. just. 
they have a feeling and that feeling is friendship mm-hmm. that was for you maggie and uh you'll you'll know what we're talking about mm-hmm. <laughs> um anyway um yeah they oh shit they have a montage where they're s- s- roller skating they get a tattoo and santa monica. Santa monica go santa monica oh yeah and uh during that Tokyo was also just like hey this was me freshman year looks mm-hmm. totally different she's just like he's such a nerd and he like grew out the hair and just wore whatever um taco bell threw up on <laughs> i guess <laughs> it's it's really weird mm-hmm. he looks like he's going to a fucking spin class at the mall yep <laughs> and then they're checking out people on the beach y- yeah i was like this is a thing that i'm kind of that's why i'm thinking like was Polly sure like was a gay character maybe first and then they changed him into a bi maybe because he's like checking out both of them like the girl and the guy but she's like oh my god she looks amazing I wish that I had a girl like her, like her. and then <laughs> Galar Gugino gets the binoculars and she sees the guy and I, I, this was a really good joke she's like wow that guy has bigger boobs than me and then she and the she was like oh honey it's because of, of steroids <laughs> But uh, yeah, I was just like, okay. First of all, she's smoking in that bikini, mm-hmm. and uh, then I was like, oh, so she's also in on this. She's checking mm-hmm. out people too. You know, if only it were that easy in real life. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that never happens. Talking about going again with the message of conservative fear, she's getting changed by the city. Like uh, she's, it's she's living in sin because she's checking other people instead of being loyal to her boyfriend. Oh yeah, we forgot to talk about the boyfriend who they. I'm pretty sure they fuck in a barn. Yes. Yeah, like she's just like, oh, I I can't uh, see you for a while and stuff, and he's just like, well, then that's like make a count. She's like in the nightgown, and then she like takes off the nightgown, and it's like, oh my gosh, she's dressed as Betty from Riverdale. Oh yeah, she looks like Betty from Riverdale. <laughs> I mean, like with the ponytail and the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or um, a little bit like Audrey Hepburn from Sabrina, mm-hmm. like when she uh, first started in that movie. Mm-hmm. Great movie, by the way. Hope someday we could cover it. Oh, uh, I would like to do both of them. I like the Harrison Ford version too. I have mixed feelings about the Harrison Ford version, mm-hmm. but you know what? Audrey Hepburn month wouldn't be bad. Because mm-hmm. I'm gonna state on the record, she's my favorite actress nice. ever, and yeah, that would be. That would be I really I nice. like the vibe that we're doing. Try to distract ourselves from this movie. I like going into a lot of tangents. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's not much movie, and we got to pad it out somehow. True, true, true. <laughs> yeah. Um. So she gets a tattoo. She cuts and dyes her hair. She's dressing like Polly Shore, which is weird. And, and then, then it turns out it's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, tell about the call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she gets a call from her boyfriend. And she's like, oh, who are you? I was like, um, your boyfriend? Character oh, yeah. Name? Did you <laughs> notice, right, by the way, when he was just like, I told her to stop calling me. Mm-hmm. But he didn't say Becca. Mm-hmm. No, he said Tracy. Ah. Who is Tracy, you Ooh. bastard? And of course, he's the guy that captained the football team. If this wasn't Greece... Yeah. Remember the guy from Greece that was into mm-hmm. Sandy? I was just like, "What, really?" 
something happened here. Like the picture... this movie stole a lot from Greece. Yes, I kind of agree though. And so, and she's Fucking like, no, Travis. And she's like, no, 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 we're gonna see each other next week on uh, for Thanksgiving. And so she's saying goodbye to a lot of her roommates. They're gonna go to vacation for one week. But then she finds out that Polly Shore is not going to go anywhere for Thanksgiving. So she feels sorry and she does the romantic comedy shit. I'm like, oh, I don't want you to be alone. So you want to go with me? Yeah, let's go to my family who absolutely have made it clear that they hate your guts. <laughs> to South Dakota, because there's literally nothing to do in the Dakotas. <laughs> Except for South Dakota, you get Mount Rushmore and that's it. <laughs> it's good for like, I don't know, a weekend? And North Dakota has nothing at all. Yeah, and so she arrives, and I love how they capture the panic of the parents when they see her all change. I was like, that's not my daughter. That's a spawn <laughs> of Satan. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, like, uh, they pick her up, and they see that they have Polly Shore in it. Wait, oh, wait. yeah, and she does the, hey, buddy, mm-hmm. thing. Oh. And also talking about how the city changed her. She doesn't say mom and dad. She says, oh, hi. Name of the father and name of the mother. And they're like, oh, my God. This is not our daughter. And they go to the house. And Polish or says to the father, one of the first things that he says, like, no worries, sir. After you left, I popped your daughter's trunk. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that was a good joke. <laughs> the only two good jokes in the movie so far. Well... No, there's another one coming up that I really liked. But, oh, we uh, also skip, even though nothing happens when Polly Shore fights a big woman in mud. Nothing happens there. Yeah. I mean, it was just, I guess it was funny seeing Polly Shore just getting his ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Which, that's always funny. And uh, after that, um, it turns out, yeah, there's disdain. And they're at a dinner and... Uh, Becca notices that Travis, he's going to pop the question. Mm-hmm. And then um, she's just like, she's talking to Crawl about it. And uh, because he tries to do it in the barn. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, he steps in like cow shit, which is yeah. good. And uh, she's just like, oh, I, I'm just, I'm tired from the flight and all that. Mm-hmm. Basically chickens out. Ha uh-huh. And <laughs> then she talks to Crawl, and she's just like, I mean, I didn't, I thought I wanted it because we've been together for so long, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I wanted any more romantic comedy shit. <laughs> and then he's just like, look, you got to tell him because the, he, actually some good words of wisdom right here. The longer you wait, the worse it'll be. Mm-hmm. The worse it hurts. It's good. It's, it's a good observation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, then they're having a dinner at this high up end place, and of course, um, oh yeah, they go shopping. By the way, yeah. and because uh, she, he's just like, I want some of my style and your style will blend together. I love that you sound like Tommy Wiseau almost. Well, I mean that's that's the closest to Polly Shore I can get. Also, because <laughs> I'm gonna bring down a Tommy Wiseau reference. I would rather have seen Tommy Wiseau in this movie. That would have been amazing though. <laughs> Hey, babe. I could be a farmer. I could be a farmer, too. I could be a farmer. It's not that hard. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> God, this episode is it's probably funnier than the actual movie itself. Yeah. And because there's a moment when he they're at the clothing store and they're getting him kind of like cowboy pants and he, there's a ass- the assless chaps. And I'm like, Tommy Wiseau was watching it, was like, that will be in my movie, yeah. I have to show my ass to sell the movie. <laughs> and, uh, oh yeah, this is where we, where we meet Tracy, who actually turns out is a friend of Becca's, and is played by Kelly Kapowski from Saved by the Bell. Mm, that's why she looks familiar. I know, I was just like, is that Kelly? Mm-hmm. Oof! I mean, she was a 90s heartthrob as well. I mean, every everybody that watched Saved by the Bell knew who Kelly Kapowski see, was. We're not going to see her again until the end. Um, yeah, close to it. <laughs> yeah, but then after this, then we get into the big, uh, the big uh, dinner scene. The boy proposes, and so she she's like, um, and so Polly Shore gets up. I was like, no, 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 you're too late. Me and 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 Carla Gugino were engaged, and I was like, "What?" Like everybody, all the family are like kind of like upset, and then we you see- hear the everybody stops, yeah, silence, and they look right over, like, <gasps> uh, conservatives," <laughs> and then uh, they 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 get out of there because yeah, awkward as shit, mm-hmm. but then um. Or Travis goes out because he's upset mm-hmm. and Rebecca goes out and she just was just like, oh, but I didn't want to hurt his feelings and stuff like she's very oblivious mm-hmm. to things. And then uh, Polly Shore does the same thing. He's just like, uh, Crawl does the same thing. He's like, I- I'm just going to go check on them. Not the smartest thing to do, because what happens afterwards is this Travis takes one look at him and immediately socks him right in the face. And then, like, he punches him really hard, too. And he's just like, why? And he starts, like, sounding like a little whiny bitch. <laughs> I will say, uh, I forgot, Encino Man might be his best movie, but his best appearance is a goofy movie. The Tower of Chisa! Shadow Wizard! That's the only Polly Shore I can handle. <laughs> yeah, because he's barely in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but it's amazing that he got so many movies in the 90s, though. He got a face. Well, his mother did found the comedy store. Mm-hmm. You told me that. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I believe we established that last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so after this scene, they go back into the house. And so Carol Dugino uh, kind of agrees that they're going to play the lie, that they're engaged. And so the father faces Polly Shore. I was like, are you sure that you can maintain my daughter, that you can support her? And I'm like, well, sir, maybe I can help you out. Maybe I can do farming because maybe when you retire, I can do it. And they're like, oh, my God, yeah, like you can do farming. I was like, I'm pretty sure I can do it. I can have a nine to five job. So the next day, the father has an assistant, this asshole guy called Teddy. And so... Oh, no, Theo. And his Theo, stupid, sorry. stupid ponytail that is just... Mm-hmm. God, I wanted to cut that thing off. He, he reminded me so much of like what Steven Seagal looks like now. Oh, good one. I, <laughs> I mean, just fat and just a douche. Mm-hmm. And... and 
Yeah. Then we um, get to a montage of Polly Shore trying to do farming, feed cows, a them, cow piece them, on him. Them fucking with him, by the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, then uh, the dad is trying really hard because it's always the dad. Mm-hmm. The mom is, of course, like, oh, maybe you got to give him a chance. Mm-hmm. Like mothers do. And this movie is very cliched. Mm-hmm. And the dad is just like, oh, I guess you won't be stay in here right now and then Polly Shore's like no I just haven't found my groove yet because he's very he's very chill and I will pay you back for the damages because like uh, he like there was some chickens that they got loose some machinery etc I will find my groove for to do this and then we see another montage of him doing great applying his LA knowledge to do farming. I did like um the fact that he got like the chicken seed and mm-hmm. went down it. It happened to be like a perfect slope. Mm-hmm. Like a uh like a ski slope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he just went down there. And uh then he finds the uh the corn husker mm-hmm. machine and <laughs> Is taking it out for a spin. They're just like, what the hell? That's a $2,500 piece of equipment. $250,000. $250,000. Yeah, no. Farming equipment is not cheap. Mm -hmm. That's 90s money. Imagine the machine now. Farming is a very expensive Mm -hmm. um, and not a very profitable um, profession. Well, tell that to Matthew McConaughey Interstellar. That's why he went to space. Well, that was also because like food was... In short supply. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of farmers now. Mm-hmm. I wish a farmer, Marv. Marv! Marv. <laughs> oh, man. I love that. Oh, yeah. Um, just a random note. Did you know that that was an actual cornfield? Really? Yes, that was not CGI, as was the dust storm. That was not, that was all practical. Mm-hmm. Christopher Nolan paid a lot of money for that. Of course. But yeah. Um, no, he he turns out to be a pretty good farmer. Mm-hmm. His fucking fashion, though, I just—it's so discreet, so distracting. Yeah, and then after they scene, they go to a dance, kind of like a dance off. Oh yeah, don't forget um, how he impressed the brother. Oh, with the hacking. With, yeah, he's a computer hacker too. And from the old code before Windows. Because that's another 90s cliche. Why are like an obsession with computer hacking? Mm-hmm. The movie Hackers with Angelina Jolie and Johnny also, Lee Also, the movie of... What's the name of that one with Matthew Broderick? War oh, Games. War Games. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Every 80s baby should know War Games. Mm-hmm. And he's just like... um, The brother is just like... How did you do that? And he's just like, okay, well, you see, I grew up in Las Vegas and, you know, I was up in like the hotels and Mm -hmm. shit, like, you know, Caesar's Palace and I didn't have any friends. So I would just like be plugging away at the keyboard all day. And eventually I just got really good at it. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. Oh, yeah. That's another thing about this movie. Every plot convenience or inconvenience, Polly Shore knows how to do it because he's just like, Oh, yeah, I took a semester of this or half a semester of this because he has been in college for six years, apparently, because mm-hmm. he doesn't know what he wants to be. So Gee, I wonder what he's going to end up being. So is Polly Shore a Gary Sue? 
Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. So, so they go to the dance. But he convinces the mother to have a makeover. I was like, you, you, you own it, girl. You can do it. Mm-mm. Yeah. Like, after he like creepily like walks up to her when she, after she took a shower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just like, uh, you look pretty good. <laughs> She's just like, what the hell? Get out. But then, um, because it's conservative mm-hmm. and she is afraid that she doesn't please her husband mm. like or if she doesn't see her or if her husband doesn't see her in that way mm-hmm. and it's sinful yeah but then he gives her um another makeover mm-hmm. which is an 80s 90s cliche yeah what, you want to talk about the whole hoedown that they have there mm-hmm yeah, like there's all of the people there, almost all of the town. A lot of old people, though, in that in that hoedown. And also talking about hoedowns, I don't know a lot of them because not, I don't like that cowboy stuff. But they did a hoedown episode in Pretty Little Liars. Season, uh, four, epi- uh, season 4, episode 10. Why? <laughs> you, knew, I, you know, I'm surprised you didn't mention that the fucking barn... Because, I mean, if you've seen Pretty Little Liars, Raul Raul has forced me to learn more about Pretty Little Liars than I ever wanted to learn. Uh, I know I know more about it than I uh, than I did before mm -hmm. because I literally knew nothing. But this man is an encyclopedia. He knows like every everything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I got him back because I know everything about Avatar The Last Airbender. So, So in your face. It's like poetry and rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> and so in the whole I, album, even Pony Shore tries to sing to do a, that whole thing of the dancing. He's changing the words. I was like, no, 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 please keep, let him keep going. And then the father sees the mother all, all change. I was like, in the father, you can feel like, oh my God, that's the woman that I love even more. And after that, hold down. They go back to the house and the father is thirsty. So thirsty that we see a scene of him joining up the beds. And he's like robbing the the mattress. Oh, yeah. Because here's the thing. Um, That's actually accurate. Because Mm -hmm. back then, like famously with I Love Lucy, couples Mm -hmm. slept in separate beds. That's not that was not an uncommon thing to do. My grandparents, they still sleep in separate beds. Mm hmm. They sleep in separate rooms, actually, but they've been married for over 60 years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's that's awesome. Shout out to uh, uh, my grandparents. They're the they're the best. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not going to give names because, well, uh, pri- privacy. But, um, yeah. Um, uh, oh, it, he wasn't the only one that was thirsty, by the way. All the men, they did mm-hmm. the looked over at the girl mm-hmm. or the woman and uh also travis came and a poly short immediately just goes down to the ground like taylor swift in that uh um when she got scared at the ellen show oh, and he's yes. just like he's just like oh no man I'm, I'm not here to fight i'm just here to apologize mm-hmm. actually a really mature thing to do and he's like oh um by the way um yeah, congratulations, and uh, I'll help you throw the bachelor party, man. Mm-hmm. 
Very sketchy. Yeah, and so then the next day, they take Polly Shore to to fish, to f- <laughs> because of course, of course, father son fishing bonding time, and the grandparent. Yeah, he doesn't take the younger son because the younger son isn't interested. He's interested in computers. Mm-hmm. And of course, they're fighting because their father is fighting with his father that he doesn't listen of like how to do the farming, blah, blah, blah. And then the grandpa has a heart attack. Polly Short tries to give him CPR. It was like, oh my God, that man is going to kill me. <laughs> and, and then we jump into Polly Short has to choose... It has to kill the turkey because he has the honor to do it. And then all of a sudden, Polly Shore tries to chase him, but then the turkey chase him. But then Polly Shore starts singing, and then the turkey has a heart attack. I feel your turkey because I will have the same thing, the same reaction. But then the turkey was alive. Oh, my God, the turkey. Oh, There was a line, by the way, when Polly Shore talks with uh, the dad, and he's just like... um. Uh, uh, he's talking about like, yeah, my son doesn't listen to me either. And he's just like stating the obvious. Maybe that's because um, you didn't listen to your dad and your mm-hmm. dad wasn't um, didn't listen to your needs. Mm-hmm. You ever think you're just repeating the cycle? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, stop getting in my head, Polly Shore. And there's a recurring bit where he's just trying to whittle wood with the grandpa, but the grandpa (laughs) is just like, nah, get out of here. Like, they treat him so bad. Yep. Yeah, uh, he gives heart attack and then uh, manages to make everything okay. Then they get home and, uh, oh, uh, the dad's name is Walter, by the Mm -hmm. way. And he's just like... um, Hey, thanks for helping my dad out there today. And now he fully trusts him. Everybody's mm-hmm. starting to warm up to him, except for the farmhand, Theo. Mm-hmm. And then after that, um, I the believe. Turkey. Yeah, the turkey, which I actually really thought was funny. Mm-hmm. Was that they they thought they gave the turkey a heart attack because uh theo wanted him to chop his head off Mm -hmm. do the mexican tradition of cutting the chicken's head off Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) but he couldn't do it so he's just like i just scared him to death what (laughs) and then he wakes up in the sink and it's ah ah (laughs) it's actually really it's it's really funny and then after that oh yes the bachelor party Mm mm-hmm Polly Shore can drink a beer, though. He he has quite a few to, things to drink. Mm-hmm. But it turns out the boy, the ex-boyfriend now... Rufus um, Puts a lot of roofies in his mm-hmm. drink, by the way. And forces him to drink it. With help from the farmhand and his stupid, gross ponytail. Mm-hmm. And uh, also a lap dance from Kelly... <laughs> yeah, the girl from Say by the Bell. Uh, but Tiffany, th- uh, Tiffany Thiessen. But Polly Shore didn't get to experience the lap dance because he immediately fell to sleep. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they roofie her. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out next morning, um, they're like, oh, did Crawl ever come back from the bachelor party? No. 
and then you hear Theo, oh, I heard something in the barn last night. Mm. Then they wake up and, like, I guess they stripped them down to, like, their underwear or yeah. no, at least well, Polly Shore. Polly I think Polly Shore was... naked. No, he, he had only a shirt, kind of like a jacket only, and the, his underwear. And the yeah. girl also maybe only her underwear. Because, of course. And, of course... Becca, who's starting to actually fall in love with him, because, Mm -hmm. of course, endearing to his quirky ways, is upset, and she's like, no, the wedding is off. (laughs) Even though there was no wedding. There was no wedding. This whole thing was based on a lie. Mm -hmm. You think Dear Evan Hansen stole the plot to this? Yes. (laughs) Where it's based on a lie. Or, fuck, it's going to be a weird connection, but Watchmen. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> like this this is this movie is so cliche that we have to rely on referencing other cliches. Yeah, because in a lot of romantic comedy there's always a lie moment, there's always a betrayal moment, there's always a like oh we have to make Oh up god, yeah. The liar revealed cliche. Mm-hmm. I hate this more than anything in the world. It does nothing but slow down the movie. You know exactly how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate it. It's padding. Shh. Just to make this an hour and a half. Yeah, and so after this, uh, the girl wakes up. Uh, Polisher's trying to say some sorry to Carla Gugino. But then the girl gets into her car and notices that her seat was not the same way that she left it the night before. And she pulls her seat on in the front, but she notices that there's a cup of, of medicine on her car that she didn't, that is not hers. And she makes the theory that she got roofied too. And so she drives back into the house. As oh, see- no, no, no. She picks up Polly Shore, who's, who's just like, look, guys. Oh, he's guys, asking for a ride. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's just leaving heartbroken. Mm-hmm. He had threatened to leave earlier because there was the whole dinner argument scene, which mm-hmm. that's in every romantic comedy, even though it was done weird because it was like towards the middle of the movie mm-hmm. and um she literally the car does the of sound effect yeah comes right back because it just sped past him mm-hmm. and it's just like get in and he's just like look i didn't do anything and she's like i can't remember either but i think i know what happened Ooh. and then rattles the bottle of pills which turns out to be the the rooflin mm-hmm. the roofies and they speed on down to the house and it looks like they are going to their boyfriend is about to propose um, again yeah he warmed his way back and he also gaslit her into thinking that it was her fault mm-hmm. like he's just like after everything i've done for you because he was seeing her on the side she mm-hmm. was his side chick ah uh, yep and um, he was trying to do that so that he could weasel his way back into the family and propose to Becca. Never do that, fellas. Mm-hmm. You and... know what the what this whole villain reveal at the last second of the boyfriend needed? That he also wanted the farm. Because Oh no. Thank God they didn't do that. But they make it just in time, just as they're about to cut the turkey. It actually does look like a good Thanksgiving meal. Like, it's the traditional turkey, mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce, um, uh, stuffing. 
the holy well, chilada. American Thanksgiving is a lot different. No, I'm than... saying the joke of the whole enchilada of American Thanksgiving. <laughs> and so, yeah, but Polish... it, it does look like you get that, that turkey did look good. And Polish was like, oh, he did, he planned this all along. And I was like, uh, and also the girl from Save by the Bell, yeah, I got roofied and nothing happened. And of course, uh, Polly Shore confesses and he punches the boyfriend. And she's like, oh, I love you again. Oh, yeah, no. Um, they're just like, oh, um, she's lying. And then they're like, uh huh. Um, I can't, I couldn't have done that because I don't remember doing mm-hmm. that also. But I, the seat was pulled back quite a bit. Had to be a pretty large person. Mm hmm. Theo, you want to tell us something? Mm-hmm. They all look at him. And he's just like, oh, pass the thing. And they're like, nah, answer. And he's like, okay, fine. We planted it there. I thought it would be a joke. And then they're just like, oh, can't believe you. And then Travis obviously shows his true character. He's just like, oh, are you going to believe them? Or are you going to believe me? Mm-hmm. And then Polly Shore does the... I took a semester of karate because he's like, <laughs> like kicks his ass. Jesus. And then uh, I love that the dad is just like, Theo, I appreciate the honesty, but you're still fired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like most of the time it'd be like, oh, you were honest. You're forgiven. But mm-hmm. nope. He's just like, no, nah, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, oh, whatever. And then they kick travis out and oh no he had majored in karate for two semesters Mm -hmm. oh god and then they're just like oh yeah tracy you want to sit with us you want to have dinner with us i mean you got anywhere else to be and she's just Mm -hmm. like no so yeah they have a nice thanksgiving dinner but then they're just like oh yeah about the wedding and Becca tries to tell the truth because there was a scene before where Becca said, oh, I'm going to tell them the truth about the whole ruse and that you just did it just to save my ass. And he's just like, nope. He's like, we haven't decided on a wedding date yet. Let's just wait and see how this thing goes. It's indicating that he actually plans on proposing to her mm-hmm. later you'll, in the future. You'll find the wedding date in the sequel. In the and they can polish her fresh away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they take a photo, and that's how the movie ends. <laughs> so, what did you think? Uh, voodoo, I want my money back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those no, four dollars. This, was, this um, was not worth the three ninety nine. No, it was not worth it. But it's not the worst movie I have ever seen. It's not no. the worst comedy I have ever seen. It's not Row One. Thank it's God. <laughs> Row One is one of the worst movies I have ever seen. <laughs> that, that always makes me laugh. Thank you, Polisher. <laughs> <laughs> I'll prefer watch The Room again over Row One. You love The Room. Yeah, The Room is amazing, though. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this movie... Um, it has the cliches of a romantic comedy, even though before the big boom of the 90s of romantic comedies, because this is like 91, 92. Romantic comedies had a big boom after 1994 because of while you were sleeping. Then we got all of the McRyan movies, all of the Sandra Bullock Which we ones. never really did fully recap, mm-hmm. but I enjoyed that movie, basically. 
So yeah, but Sonila was playing with those cliches and that formula of the romantic comedy, but I kind of like like the perspective of making it with the hipster that he's the one visiting the town. Also, this movie has the formula of the Christmas movies in Hallmark. Someone oh from God. the big this city going nine- to a small town. Holy shit, this is a 90s Hallmark movie. Yep. Oh my I blow God. your mind. Mm-hmm. My mother would love it. <laughs> although she doesn't, although she hates Polly Shore, so I don't know mm-hmm. if that would actually happen. But so yeah. Hallmark, call me. This movie, but in Christmas, call me. This whole fucking episode was just one long ass tangent. <laughs> I'll see Definitely, I I think personally, this is going to be the weakest of all the movies that we're covering. I'll give I this just, movie a five. Yeah, it's not going to be high scoring. Mm-hmm. Four and a half mm. for me, which is like being generous i don't like romantic uh i don't like cliched romantic comedies Mm -hmm. like at all for here it was just an interesting little time capsule Mm -hmm. where i was just like it has enough good things in it terrible reviews by the way 21 percent on rotten tomatoes so you know exactly uh how bad it is but rotten tomatoes isn't like the end all be all hook Mm -hmm. has a terrible rating on rotten tomatoes that's also a masterpiece hook is incredible Mm -hmm. Rufio! Yes! <laughs> That's my brother in the background, by the way, nice. yelling at sports, so I yeah. apologize for that. <laughs> it was great this, timing. This movie, like, uh, comparing to... I prefer watching Mimic again. Mimic was weird. Um, no, I'd, I'd actually rather watch this than Mimic. Really? I, I fucking... I was so bored with Mimic. At least with this, I wasn't bored. I had enough bright colors where I was just like, okay. Mm, interesting. But this is probably the only time I'm ever going to see it. I don't ever plan on watching it again. Oh, hell no. And, uh, yeah. Sorry, Polly <laughs> It was hard. Shore. It was it was hard to find Thanksgiving movies. Sorry, Polly Shore fandom. We're so sorry. Yeah. We might cover Encino, man. Who knows? Mm-hmm. That would actually be a fun one. Hmm. And, uh... Yeah, we're ne- or maybe Biodome if we're if we're desperate enough. <laughs> I don't know. That might be the two hundred fiftieth, three hundredth episode. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we will see you in the sequel. <laughs> anyway, where can the good people find you, buddy? You can find me at RobertRDC on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd, and on TikTok at RobertRDC. You can also follow the podcast and SYNS Pod on Twitter. Also, please give us a nice review on Apple. Don't be like that asshole from a few months ago. Even though I haven't checked out the reviews in a few months, I will have to check them up. And you, Billy? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at MasterofPuns196. Every word starts with a capital letter. You can also follow me on Instagram at BillyBatsonsLightning. Nothing is capitalized. And you can also follow our Twitter page at SYNSPod and give us a five-star and just write a review on Apple Podcasts. Unlike that asshole, hopefully you say something nice. And <laughs> you can also listen to us on Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, wherever podcasts are listened to. We really do appreciate all you listeners out there. You know who you are, and I'm talking directly to you. Maybe you're driving. Maybe you're just on the, bus. Your, on the bus or 
just listening um, in the comfort of your own home. But Mm -hmm. just thank you. And as always, see you next summer. Dun, 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 d